so many times we're looking to like qualify an opportunity to know if it's like good enough, if it's going to get us to where we're trying to go. And what I want to suggest is it all stacks up. A little plus a lot plus a medium all stacks up. December 25th, 2018, it was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, raving fans, money, assets, and yet I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money, the kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends, the kid that got pregnant at 19. I felt stuck, like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things, all the things that promised me freedom, and it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box, this was going to be an inside job and I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool-ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the Unruly entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really, truly, finally, fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome to the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. I just got off a call with my coach, Allison Bird, and we were talking about getting our message out more. And I was just telling her the story. So I hired Allison to help me craft my skill as a speaker. I want to do more stages. I just want to share my message in more places. More people need to know the opportunities that are available to them, especially around the conversation with rapid resolution therapy and emotional suffering. I'm so passionate about it. I'll never shut up about it. You guys know that. (laughs) And so I was telling her, I was like, I'm really excited because I keep asking for opportunities to just speak in front of other people's audiences, asking the universe. And I was like, give me a mic and I'll take it and I'll share my message. And a couple of weeks ago, a friend texted me and he says, hey, my friend's hosting this event out here in Tulsa. Uh, They just had a speaker bail and they're looking for someone and I recommended you. Can I connect you? And I was like, cool, sure. So I get on the phone with her. We talk about things. I was like, yes, this feels super aligned. She's like, great. Send me your speaker fee, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, my speaker fee is $5,000, this and that. And she said, hey, um, we're a nonprofit. We have a max budget of $1,000. I know that that's not what you're asking for. You know, here's ways that we want to try to make up for that. Um, let me know if this is something that you're still interested in. And I really sat with it for, I don't know, maybe like 20 not even 24 hours. And I remember thinking, I told the universe, give me a microphone and I'll take it. So I know that even if I'm not going to make that extra $4,000 there that day, the universe will make up for it somewhere else. Like I'll still get paid whether she pays me or not. And so I messaged her back and I was like, you know what? I asked the universe 
for audiences, for me to be able to deliver this message. You're giving me a 1400 person audience. I'm going to take it. Yes, I'm in. So we're super psyched. Um, she messages me like all the speaker agreements and stuff like that. I'm in, right? Amazing. I have this exceptionally like perfectly cultivated audience, um, women having conversations around wealth. Okay, great. I have a 1400 person. Um, I have 1400 people that are opening their minds to me to be able to share my medicine. Right. And that was one of the things that Allison always says to me is she's like, her, her mission is to help people use their voices medicine. So that's what our, all of our little calendar invites say whenever I have a coaching call with her. It's so cute. And so I was telling her and I was like, also, I want to celebrate that I went out to lunch with a friend today and she was talking to me and asking about, you know, what is it that, what's your intention for this year? Like what else you have going on? Were you excited about? And I was like, you know, I just want to be in front of more audiences. Like my business is going great. My financial intentions are going amazing. Like the, all of that stuff is just happening. So I, I'm not really putting a lot of energy behind that right now. It's just like, I, I want my podcast to just like blow up. I want more people listening to my podcast. You guys have heard me talk about like the dog whistles in my, that I like kind of like energetically put in each episode. I'm like, I just want, I want the right person to kind of like hear that noise that nobody else hears and they're just like drawn to it. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I just want to be on, I want to be on the biggest podcast in the world, the biggest stages in the world. Like give me a 20,000 person stage. And I actually went out, um, I went out on a date this last Sunday and the guy asked a first date and he asked me a really interesting question. And he goes, if you could, if you could make any wish and that wish would come true, no matter what, like money aside, no matter what the wish would come true, what would it be? And I said, give me a, give me a microphone and an audience of 20,000 people put me on a stage. And he's looking at me like, what? <laughs> he could, at first he's like, you can take time to think about it. And I was like, I don't need to, I already know. Just put me on a stage in front of 20,000 people. And he's like, huh? Okay. Noted. It's like, I don't know why, but I just have a funny way of like making things happen for people. And I was like, cool. Well, if you can make that happen for me, I'm in. <laughs> like, I just met you, but hi. <laughs> so I was telling her that story. And then I was saying like how I was telling my client that I had met up with that I was sharing that same story with her. And uh, Jill, Jill Stanton, if you guys follow her, she goes, well, I don't know if this is like a big ask or anything, but would you be down to come to my retreat in Sedona? And I was like, I'm in. I literally said, give me a mic. <laughs> Audience size does not matter to me. And here's why I'm telling you guys all of this is because if my, if, if someone puts it, if, if the universe puts it on my heart, if God puts it on my heart to say yes, I'm going to say yes. Audience size doesn't matter. I, I was just on um, a couple of my clients' podcast. I don't know, a month or so ago. And I RRT'd them on the podcast because I was like, wait a minute, you guys haven't actually done RRT yet. What are you, what's your problem? And they're like, well, we've just tried so many things that didn't work. So I was like, no, no, no. I RRT'd them right there. And they're like, this is mind blowing. I'm like, yes, just give me a mic. I'll take the mic. Like they don't have a huge, um, they don't have a huge account. They don't have huge subscribers, right? I just, I didn't ask the universe for, quantity. I just said, give me the mic and I will use the medicine in my voice to deliver whatever you tell me to. 
And Jill said, yeah, come out to Sedona. And I'm like, I'm in. And then she said, well, I should introduce you to my friend who also hosts events. And I'm going to message her about you. And she just sent me a message like a few hours after our meeting of a screenshot of her friend um, listening to a voice memo from Jill and then creeping on my account. And she goes, full body, fuck yes, creeping on her content now. She looks fantastic. So like, I'm just telling people, I'll show up. I want you guys to hear what I'm saying because so many times we're looking to like qualify an opportunity to know if it's like good enough, if it's going to get us to where we're trying to go. And what I want to suggest is it all stacks up. A little plus a lot plus a medium all stacks up. Think about like a stack of cash. You can put one bill down. You can put a $1 bill down, a $10 bill, a $100 bill. It all stacks up, 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 up. All of it stacks up. I don't care if it's one person audience. I don't care if it's a 10 person audience. I like, would I like more? Of course, but I'm going to keep saying yes to the universe handing me my mic so I can just deliver the message. And when I was still kind of more walking in, in a traditional Christian faith, like organized religion faith, I started network marketing and my wish was the same. I would crawl in bed at night and I would say, dear God, you just lift up my platform and I'll say what you want me to say. It's not about me. I'll just say what you want me to say. How do you know what God wants you to say? What do you have? Where's the urge? What urge is coming through you that you could, like if somebody just gave you an opportunity to deliver a message, what message would you feel you have to deliver? What is the message of your heart? What is the message of your soul? I'll take the mic. Just give me the mic whether it's 10 or 20,000, hand me the mic. And so now to wrap it back up to Allison, Allison goes, you should make a podcast about this. And I was like, oh shit, (laughs) I already have a mic. (laughs) We all already have a mic. We all already have, we're already resourced. The mic equals, the mic is the metaphor or the symbolism for resourced. We're already resourced. We already have an audience. Most of the time we're looking at what we have and we're thinking it's just not enough. If you have a, one of my clients, Rubina, she started an enamel pin business. So she's selling a $10 product. She started with like two or 300 followers on Instagram. Most people would say that's not enough. She did $10,000 in sales as soon as she launched in her first month. She just texted me this morning. She just had her first six-figure month selling $10 products. You guys, what sh- the difference is, is that she looked at where she was resourced and she believed that it was plenty. She believed that she had exactly what she needed Isn't it so crazy that I only had lunch with one person, but now I might know thousands because she was like, oh, well, I could introduce you to this person and this person and this person. And I was like, huh, great. I'm so glad we had this conversation. Thank you so much. I'll take any introductions that you want to give me. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. How can I serve you? Right? And it wasn't like it was, I didn't show up to that meeting thinking like, how do I tell her what I need? It was just a natural flow of conversation of us just supporting each other however we could. 
Where are you already resourced? Where do you already have a mic? Where can you already share your message today? If you're not showing up for the opportunities that already exist right in front of you today, why is the universe going to serve you more? If your plate is already full, the server is not going to come give you seconds because you haven't consumed what you have. Your plate is full. How can you get served more? Clear your plate. Where are you already resourced? Where do you already have a mic? Where do you, if you have kids that you can sit down and even practice sharing your message, a significant other, 10 people on your Instagram, nobody has 10 people on their Instagram anymore unless it's your second account. Like we all already have an audience. We were just thinking that what we had wasn't enough and I call bullshit. Where are you resourced? Where do you have a mic? Where can you speak right now? Share your message. Do you know what your message is? Do you have to be perfect at sharing it? No. I just turned on the mic today. I have zero notes for this podcast. I just turned on and I pressed record. I'm sharing the message of my heart. I'm just telling you guys a story. In fact, most people are overcomplicating the fuck about storytelling. Just tell people what happened. <laughs> they think most people are like, well, how do I like craft a pitch and how do I sell and this and that? Just tell people, how do I get people emotionally engaged? Just tell people what happened. What is the accurate sequence of events of things that happened? I started with this and I was like, you guys, I was just having a conversation with my coach, Allison. And then I sat down for lunch today here with my friend, Jill and this and that. I just told you guys the sequence of events. And I gave you guys some descriptors about everything that happened. I told you about the things that actually occurred. And then I also told you about the thoughts that came afterwards. You guys got the outside look and you guys got the inside look. I just simply told you an accurate, an accurate sequence of events. That's storytelling in a nutshell. That's it. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> uh, this felt so good to get off my chest. I feel like the urge that was just like building in my chest has just now like surrendered. One of those like, oh, you have to like get it out of your body. You have to tell someone like too much energy is building up and like it's got to go somewhere. Well, it just went into my microphone. My microphone went into your ear. My medicine went into your your ear. The medicine from my soul went into your soul. The codes from my soul went into your soul. Who else needs to hear this? Go share it. Let's all share each other's messages. If you feel guided, who needs to hear this? Share it. Ask people for what you want. There is another lesson that's coming through right now. I'm asking you guys to share this podcast episode. I'm asking you guys to invite a couple friends to listen to my message, to listen to my medicine. If I hadn't asked, would you have thought about it? Well, ask yourself, were you thinking about it before I asked you? Are you thinking about it now? Most people just don't even ask what they want. You want to know at least, I want to say like nine times out of 10, if somebody messages me and they're like, hey, do you have any coupon codes for this? Or like, I know the sale ended yesterday, but do you think you can still work for me? Or do you think uh, you could turn it back on for me? Nine times out of 10, I'm like, yep, since you asked. I love rewarding people for asking. Somebody had heard me talk about, she had bought WAP like a couple days before she heard me um, p 
put it on sale for 15% off from a previous podcast episode. And she reached out and she's like, hey, is it too late to apply this coupon code? I was like, nope. And guess what? We're not just going to apply that 15% because WAP is going on sale tomorrow. We're going to apply 30. So she didn't even just ask for what she wanted. She got more simply because she spoke up. Do I do that for everyone? No, nine times out of 10, it's always by intuition, right? She wasn't coming from a place of lack where it's just like, it wasn't like needy energy. It was just like, oh, by the way. And I was like, cool. Like her energy feels really clean on this. Let's just do this. Yeah, I love that. I love celebrating people who ask for what they need. I want to hear you. Even if I say no, I, people message me all the time and ask lots of different things in DMs. And even if I say no to them, I go back and I celebrate them. And I just, I say, I just want to say, I fucking loved that you asked for what you needed. Thank you. Please keep doing this. This doesn't make sense for me right now, but I really, really want to honor the fact that you asked. Thank you so much. Please keep asking. Not enough people ask for what they needed. Had I not asked Allison or uh, asked uh, Jill at lunch, like, hey, this is what's going on. Like she, it wouldn't have occurred to her to even recommend her friend who hosts events all the time and several friends actually, right? Or even maybe, I don't even know if she was considering me for her Sodona event before that, but maybe it was just a conversation that brought it up and she was like, wait, can I like, can I make, she said, can I make this ask of you? Like, of course you can say no if you want to. I know that you'll do whatever you feel guided to do. As soon as she asked for what she needed, I was like, yes, I want to do that for you. Let's do it. Had she not asked, I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. I'm so thankful that like we both opened our mouth and just simply asked for what we needed with no agenda. We were detached from the outcome. That's the other piece that I want to like, um, that I want to close with for you guys is neither of us cared what the other person said. It was just verbalizing the things that we needed. So there was no like needy energy around it. And I want to like really emphasize like the, the expansive energy of like, when the mic shows up, I'll take it. I'll say, yes, I'll ask for it when I need, when I, um, when I feel guided to ask for it, but there's no like neediness energy feels like starvation energy when you're hangry. It's like, ah, I need food, right? It's actually even worse than hangry. It's more like panicky. It's panicky energy of like, Ooh, what's going to happen if I don't get this? Like oftentimes panicky energy doesn't get received well by people, right? So how is it that you get yourself into alignment of like, it would be great if this person said yes. Also don't give a fuck if they say no. You guys may have heard me talk about this. If you're an underdog where I talk about the, wouldn't it be fun if game that I play with my, with my private clients where it's like, well, wouldn't it be fun if this happened? Wouldn't it be fun with this happen? Now, let me actually share with you guys the last closing piece. Remember how I told you, I almost like forgot to tell you guys like the most crucial piece. Remember when I said my, my speaker fee as of today is $5,000. This, um, this event could only offer me one. And I said, okay, cool. I'm going to say yes anyway, because I know the universe is going to make up the other four somewhere. I don't care when, I don't care how, right? So I said yes to her. Not long after that, a few days after that, I had this idea to put some of our top selling programs from 2022 on sale for a 12 hour sale. 
I thought maybe we'd make like 10 grand or something like that. So the four grand that I forfeited by saying yes to this came in in 40 grand cash in one day. I've never had that happen for a sale before. And over the weekend, that sale that I thought would maybe bring in 10, I knew it would at least bring in 10. And I thought it would be really cool if it brought in 30. It brought in 40 that day. Total sales, cash received was over $70,000. Total sales, including future payment plans, was $122,000 to date. That's never happened in my business before. I've never made $122,000 in a weekend. That's bat shit crazy. (laughs) But I keep saying yes to sharing my medicine. Give me the mic and I'll take it. And where do I already have my own? Where do I not have to wait? Where am I already resourced? I was already resourced in all of these assets, all of these programs that were sitting on a shelf and I wasn't promoting because I was actively promoting new offers. And I already had all these resources and I was like, well, it'd be fun if we just did like a casual 12 hour sale. And then we extended it on a few programs. um, And we did those through the weekend and total fucking sales, $122,000. That is not earthly not earthly for a business like mine with like a 30,000 person audience on Instagram. Most people are thinking that they need hundreds of thousands of followers to be able to do numbers like that. If you look at my engagement in my feed, my numbers are mediocre at best. And I had this conversation, I may have told you guys this story before, but in case you haven't heard it, I had this conversation with these two um, investors who had purchased, um, like a female empowerment Instagram account last summer. And they wanted me to come on for a little while and help them monetize. And before they made this agreement with me, they wanted to get on the phone and have a conversation. And so we're negotiating, we're talking, they were asking me a lot of questions and they're like, well, so we took a look at your Instagram account and they're like, um, your numbers are okay. And I was like, the numbers you see on the front end are not impressive want to see the back end. Because what what we see is not always what you get. If you look at a 30,000 person audience and maybe like a few hundred likes on a post, sometimes like some posts like get a little bit more than that. It doesn't make sense <laughs> to have a $222,000 sale over a weekend. That is unexplainable. That is not of this earth. That is working 5D principles. That is working quantum physics. That is working energy. That is working intention. I don't even know why. Like at, the, at this point, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm telling you guys anymore. I'm just talking. I'm, tell, I'm kind of just telling you the sequen- sequence of events of things that have just happened in the last like week. And like so much of it is unexplainable, except for it's not. Like I do teach this, of course, in my programs. I teach this in WAP, right? Like, and I said, I said over the weekend, I was like, man, if I had to pick a few of my programs that really, really helped this make sense, it would be WAP, regulate, and then future self fortune. If you do WAP, you don't need future self fortune because that one's included in it. But 
So if you only did two, um, WAP and regulate would be the two. Cause it like, because I just feel nothing around money. So that date that I told you guys about, um, where he's like, if you could, if you could have any wish and it would come true. And I said, give me a, a microphone and a 20,000 person audience. He, um, we were talking about investing and like risk tolerance. And I was like, I just had a meeting with my financial advisor yesterday. I have a new financial advisor. And he just kept asking me like, help me to understand your risk tolerance. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, hi, hi, hi. Like, stop asking me. I literally have the highest risk tolerance possible. When numbers drop, I'm excited. And he's like, oh, you get it. And I was like, yes. Like if all of a sudden, like the number, if it looks like my cash is going down, it means that I get to buy cheaper right now. And I don't feel anything. And I, I said to the guys we were having dinner, I was like, I would describe it as like, you know, the lottery, how the balls are just like flying kind of all over the place and you can't really see the numbers and it's just like all bouncing around. And like, what do those numbers mean? Nothing. Right. It's just like numbers all over the place mixed and kind of just like whatever, like there's no sequence of a number being like small or big. And most people start to equate meanings around small numbers or big numbers. And, and depending on whether they're the numbers of like what you had or what you have or what you're making or what you're not making or whatever. And like, it's the meaning that creates emotional suffering. I feel nothing. (laughs) That's WAP. That's what we do in WAP, wealth alignment patterns. So because I have a high risk tolerance, high risk, high reward, which, so that's where I can go back to and I can see like all of the risky moves that I made and a risky, somebody could even suggest that it's very risky how I run my business in that I don't have a strategic plan. (laughs) A friend actually reached out to me. I was sharing, I was like, we're almost at a half a million dollars already for the first quarter. Like, holy fuck. And he goes, when are you going to let me invest in the company? And I was like, I just don't know why I would because (laughs) like, of course, everyone wants to bet on the winning horse when you can tell they're already like miles ahead. But like our margins are insane. Cash flow is coming in fast. We don't run ads. Like the, the universe like runs my ads for me. Like quantum physics is just like blowing up my business from intention and stacked energy, stacked intentions. Um, of course, like stacked, like practical things too, but like, I don't have a strategic plan. I literally wait for the urge of the thing to do. And then I go do the thing. So what am I doing next week? I fuck, I don't know. Other than like, I know I'm getting on the phone with some clients and I have a trip to Vegas to meet with Allison to like craft my messaging. I don't know what I'm going to sell or if I'm going to sell anything next week. The first half of March, I wasn't selling anything. I was just promoting little things like, uh, why can't I think of the name of my program? Underdog, <laughs> which is a $33 offer. Like, I'm just like, hey, if somebody messages and somebody's like, hey, what do you need for this? And I'll screenshot and I'll share on social or Kayla will do that. So we'll just like occasionally share things. But our numbers at the beginning of the month were pretty low comparatively compared to February. And at first I started to think, I'm like, should I just do something? And I was like, nope, I don't have the urge yet. And then we had the urge from the sale and the sale blew up and we had the highest cash month ever. The month isn't even over yet. This, the date of this recording, I still have like five days left in the month and it's already a record month. I had, the numbers were not stacking up to a record month. The first 20 something, the first, when did, hold on guys. I want to look at the calendar for you. The sale started on the 24th. The first 23 days of the month 
I had no clue how we were going to hit our goal. I had no clue that we were going to surpass our goal. I had no clue that we were going to break records. I was just following the urge. That's it. (laughs) Now that takes training. You guys may hear me say, like, look for the evidence in which you're going to win. So I'm always looking for evidence of like, well, when did I wait for the urge and it panned out for me? When did I wait for the energy? When did I wait for the for the um, inspiration and it panned out for me. So this isn't about having faith. Most people are going to say, you just need to have more faith because they don't actually know how to teach you the steps. The steps are look for the evidence in which you waited and it did work out so you can show your mind that this does work for you. Find the narrative that gives you power. I should charge you guys for this podcast. Son of a bitch. This is getting good. (laughs) Damn it. You guys are so lucky. This is shit that I teach in like very expensive programs, but here it just it's coming out. Allison told me, get on the phone or get on the get on the mic, get on your podcast, go record your message and share it with the world. And I'm like, damn, you guys are getting good shit. <laughs> it's always good shit, but like, wow. You guys, like, look for the evidence in which you're already winning. Find any narrative that causes power in your body. When I say power, I simply just mean energy. Turn the power on. Switch. Energy. Got it? Okay. This is right about where I dropped the mic. I love you guys. This was so much fun. (laughs) Wouldn't it be kind of life-changing if there were a way to eliminate ways of thinking that are diluting power in the free thinkers and the new leaders. These are the people who are pushing the conversation forward. The ones that maybe have even considered walking away, but the ones that humanity certainly cannot afford to lose. My promise to you is that words, thoughts, and opinions of others can begin to roll off like a soft waterfall while you remain naked and seen for who you are and unafraid to be known. The idea of cancel culture leaves you feeling untriggered and unwavering. The idea of someone ending up in your DMs and vomiting judgment and illusion all over your sacred container will not even phase you. I mean, right now, logically, you already know that their opinions don't teach me anything about me and everything about them, and yet it still hurts, and what if it didn't? How fast can you go? How fast could you move if someone came in and took the dial of that thought that's creating the painful emotion around, don't they know who I am? They don't, don't they see my heart? I know that's what they're thinking. Don't they see my heart? Don't they see that I'm here for them? And yet it still hurts. But what if it didn't? What if you could just see them and say, wow, I know they're in pain and you didn't join them. Wouldn't it be life-changing if someone grabbed that dial and turned it down to a zero so that you can stay, you can plant your flag of your beliefs, your thought systems, your values, your ways of thinking and your ways of doing things that are new, that are fresh, that contradict how society has been run, but you are unwavering. That flag is unwavering. 
those moments where you find out that there's a Reddit thread being written about you or you're afraid that that's on the horizon for you don't actually cause any sort of emotion. It evokes no fear. Let them talk, you say. Let them talk. Wouldn't it also be life-changing if you learned even a new way of speaking, a new way of delivering messaging that even created deeper unity within your community? Ooh, that was good. Deeper unity within your community. That is who I created my new program known for. We're going to eliminate obligatory energy. We're going to eliminate fear of cancel culture. We're going to eliminate the ways of thinking that are diluting power in your body so that you can stay moving fast, so that you are unafraid to be seen, so that you don't find yourself sometimes wanting to hide and feeling like you're wincing, like it's you're just afraid the next metaphorical hit is coming and you're just like bracing yourself. What if you didn't need to brace yourself anymore because you knew that if the hit came, it would just blow through you like a breeze. It would just wash over you like a waterfall while you stand firm will you remain naked and seen for who you are and unafraid to really be known. This program is only going to have 20 people in the first round. This program is going to be for people who are already using their voice, for people who are already putting themselves out there. And you want someone to just strip those feelings, go in and take that dial, wherever that dial is tuned to, anywhere between a zero to a 10 and just dial it down to a zero to where the thought, maybe even the thought occurs, but there's no emotional signature behind it that causes discomfort. And you can just say, fascinating, the thought occurred and keep going and stay visible and even get bigger than you already are. That is who known is for. This is for the leaders who need someone to have their back, to keep them moving fast, to keep the journey, to keep the car that they're riding in feeling smooth and pleasurable. Even when it seems like there might be a a storm coming, the top on that convertible is still down, that wind is still in your hair, the music is still on, and you are running into it knowing that there is this force field that has been built around you, this force field that I will build around you to where you can be moving through the storm and it's like you are unfazed by the elements of it. That is who I want, desire, and know that I am destined to serve in this program called Known. So if you are feeling guided to be one of the first 20 people that go through this program where you lean back and you let me take that knob and dial it all the way down to a zero and build that force field around you so that you can continue to roll into the storm that is society that that wants to send debris at you because everything that you stand for is the opposite of everything that we've ever known and yet this is where we're going. This is where society is going. This is where liberation exists and you stand for it and I stand for you. You stand for it and I stand for you. Click the link in the show notes.